0: welcome to the hallmarkies podcast we are really excited today to be here for our fifth week of hallmark christmas coverage this is we've finished the uh seven day marathon thanksgiving marathon and now we're on to our next weekend of movies that we're recapping really fun uh and i'm film great to wagner and today i have with me Anna's here hey y'all and we have our very good friend Marissa Serafini is here. Hello, everyone. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having us. Yeah. So uh, how has your Christmas season been? Have you, it's been a you know crazy time with COVID and all, but have you been, uh, have you been able to celebrate the season at all?
1: Uh, not really, other than watching movies. <laughs> I mean, my home.
0: Yeah. Have you put up a tree or anything like that? Or No, no. No, no tree this year. No. Nope. Yeah. Well, hopefully these movies help you feel festive, uh, even if the world is falling apart, especially in Los Angeles.
1: Oh my gosh. You do not want to be out here right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, awful. it's awful. Stay where you are. You're better there.
0: Yeah. I. <laughs> It's crazy over there. I, Wow. Uh, but uh, I'm glad to hear that you've been healthy. You've been good, safe.
1: Yes, there. I've been uh, walking and running and working out indoors individually every single day, trying not to go
0: insane. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, have you been able to see it, any uh, other uh of the season, or is was this your sort of first weekend to be watching? Uh,
1: uh, of the season
0: of the Hallmark uh Christmas season? Oh no, I've been watching every single one. Oh, good, ha- good. Do you have any favorites? Uh,
1: yes, USS Christmas was amazing. Oh. Uh huh. I have like a whole list here. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really liked Holly and Ivy. Oh yeah, that was a good and one. Cranberry Christmas was
0: probably are my like top three uh-huh. so far cool yeah do you have a favorite Anne? uh the so far yeah my
2: favorite is one royal holiday
0: oh yeah that one's my second favorite my favorite is delivered by christmas is still my favorite it's the only perfect i give it a perfect score ...on the podcast. Ooh, nice. It, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. So, yeah, this was a a. I would say it was mostly a strong weekend for me. There's one I didn't like, but... ...the rest I liked pretty good, I would say... ...of this weekend of movies. And uh, so, let's dive in. Let's start talking about them. Alright, so first we're going to talk about Christmas in Evergreen. Bells are ringing... And this stars all most of your returning cast with Holly Robinson Pete, Ricky Bernard, Antonio Cion, uh Barbara Niven, and many more Ashley Williams. And this is, you know, this is directed by the same person who directed uh, Cranberry Christmas, Linda Lisa Hayter, who we had on the podcast. And it was written by Shari Sharp and Zach Hug who we also have the podcast. We have covered this movie. <laughs> I, I actually put on Twitter that I, I mean, I pride myself in being able to be objective. This one is pretty tough because I have interviewed. I've interviewed Holly Rums and Pete, Ricky Bernard, Antonio, <laughs> go on tw- uh, twice, both of them twice, Barbara Niven and, uh, and um, Jada, uh, Williams. Yeah. And Ashley Williams. So, <laughs> plus the writer, plus the director. <laughs> like I don't know if I can be objective, <laughs> but I'll try my best. Mm-hmm. Uh but uh it's as Michelle's wedding approaches, Hannah steps up to help finish the launch of the new Evergreen Museum while questioning her relationship with Elliot. So, Marissa overall what did you think about this movie
1: i mean i've been uh i've always been a fan of the christmas and evergreen movie ever since they started it back in uh-huh. 2017 i believe that was the first year and uh, um i so of course unnaturally i was excited for this one and i really have to applaud them for you know switching it up again and making it a black main story so i hats off to Hallmark, they're you know, they're they're really getting yeah. new stories out there. And it's really nice to finally put a spotlight on Rakia. I mean, we've seen her in so many Hallmark movies. Yeah. It's nice that she's getting her own time to shine.
0: Agreed. Yeah, what do you think about their push for diversity this season? How do you think they've done?
1: I think they're they're definitely getting better. They still have a very, very long way to go. Uh I I like the fact that I'm seeing more Asians in Hallmark movies. So uh-huh. We're, we're, and you know and um with the uh adage of gay couples and lesbian couples i'm mm-hmm. all for it um, it's a slow introductory year but we're it's in it's a step in the right direction
0: are you excited for on uh, lifetime, a lifetime sugar and spice holiday this weekend oh yes i've heard of.
2: yeah yeah
0: i'm so excited i interviewed yes. the writer and she is so fun so i'm um, and it just looks really cute.
1: Yeah, I've been watching a lot of Lifetime movies as well. Uh-huh. Uh,
0: yeah. How do you think they've done, Anne, as far as that the diversity push?
2: Um, I think they've done, I mean, I've been watching, like you guys, Hallmark for years and years. So it's like, way better compared to, you know, what it was. But I think it's a great first start and it's really encouraging yeah. to me you know, as a woman of color. And I'm just uh-huh. so much more diversity. Um, and I just can't wait to see how they keep taking that forward. So yeah, I'm excited.
0: Overall, what did you think of this entry in the Evergreen Saga?
2: (laughs) Um, (laughs) overall, I would say, um, the the story was just a little bit kind of, I don't know. I wasn't really super thought the story was great. Um, but I did really like um, Rukia and Antonio's chemistry a lot, and I was so glad uh-huh. that it was focused on them. So that kind of carried me, <laughs> carried this movie with me. Um, the story wasn't my favorite, but uh, I thought they were great, and I love the townspeople. So that they, uh-huh. the people in the story, they carried it for me. So it
0: yeah, I enjoyed it. I did not like the f- I I did not like some of the the plot choices. Well, we'll talk about one in particular, uh, but. Uh, all right, so it starts at we got this town museum. It's being built in the old hat factory, and Hannah is being put over the as the manager of the museum. Uh, and uh, we have Ezra's back. Was that fun to see Ezra back in uh, in Evergreen? <laughs> he wasn't in the last one.
2: Yeah, I know. I, I kind of forgot about him for a second until I was like, oh, okay, I remember <laughs> when I was yeah. watching it, yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, I was glad to see him
0: back. It was fun, and they they included a line about uh, him and Oliver as a couple, which was kind of fun, and because uh, people last year on Twitter, at least, were kind of wondering about Oliver, mm-hmm. and uh, so that was, I thought, kind of fun and know, he's just a fun character i i i like ezra yeah uh so then we find out so michelle is getting married but thomas is gone D- did they say what he was doing where why he was gone
2: it was something to do with his job like he was what did she say he, like she made it sound like he was off at the logging place or something would put i don't know some like like his job he was out doing something somewhere
0: yeah because i didn't remember his job in the previous one where yeah. <laughs> uh, Marissa do you remember uh
1: all i remember he was just stuck at work because he just kept saying you yeah. know we're working on this
0: project and um and it, they had to stay and that's why do you think that was i wish i could ask zach hug the writer uh, do you think that was a COVID thing or that was a story thing and they just kind of worked it in? Do you think the actor because of COVID wasn't, or what, you, I don't know. I was just kind of like, I wonder why they did that.
1: I mean, quite possibly, but if it was, I think it's, it's something that we can all relate to, especially yeah. in the year of 2020. We know what it's like now that like everything is via online and via zoom or whatever online uh-huh. that you have. And I think it's just, it's another added feature that we know and it's more
0: accepted in common now. Yeah. And there's so, I mean, cause Hallmark has kind of pretended that COVID doesn't exist um, and for these movies. And uh, but I do think that all the people that had to cancel their weddings would probably really relate to yeah. Michelle's storyline in this movie.
2: That's true. That's true.
0: You know, because there were a lot of people that had to cancel their weddings in 2020.
1: And there are a lot of people who are actually still having weddings. I went to three weddings this year.
0: You did? Huh. Whoa.
1: So people are like, whatever, we're still getting married. So I think it really depends on the people.
0: Yeah, and where you're living situation. Yeah. Uh, and yeah how you do the weddings and my my sister uh got married in august but it was just a small ceremony at the justice of the peace because she had to get married uh to for her visa she's over in england and uh but then she's gonna have the wedding an actual wedding next year's the plan at least. But, uh, but yeah, she was originally, it was going to happen in April, but then they closed down the, the, um, the office, uh, the receiver's office and so they couldn't do it. And then they finally, they got married in August. Uh, but anyway, I thought it was a nice storyline. I kind of, I thought maybe, are they going to have them like get married this way, but they made it kind of a, they, it was just like a preview of her vows,
1: that's exactly what I have in my notes. A wedding preview. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like I guess I'm just like so used to Hallmark and like this was kinda like like you said, Hallmark met COVID and I was like really not for it. I was kinda mad Oh, you didn't like I was it. Kind of upset. Like that kinda like really hurt me. I was like, they're not uh-huh. anything. It's just going off. I was like shocked. I was like so disappointed. I was like, wow, I can't believe it. <laughs> The
0: only reason I wasn't shocked was I have to admit, when I was talking to Holly Robinson Pete, she kind of hinted that the wedding wasn't going to happen. So I was like, oh, okay. And
2: <laughs> uh, and she did, but I was still like, okay, the last two minutes, like something will happen. And I was just like, okay. I, I was gaping. I could not believe it. If they, had, if they had actually had the
0: wedding happen virtually like that, would that have been better or worse?
1: Mm, I, in the Hallmark standards, I think that would have been worse because when we see weddings in Hallmark, it's for real. It's the real deal. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think, you know, seeing something virtually is, is quite rewarding.
0: Right? Cause, yeah. Because I was thinking about it. Did any of you watch? uh I mean, I'm sure you watched it, marissa but The Father of the Bride part three ish?
1: Oh, actually, I haven't. No.
0: You didn't watch I it? I know. Oh, it's. Did you see it, Anne? No, I didn't see it. Oh, it's so cute! It like made my summer. How did you not watch it? Oh I nice. loved it so much. Well, it kind of has a virtual, virtual wedding involved. Not to spoil, but you should watch it. It's so cute. I loved it. Anyway, and I thought, well, maybe they could have done what they did in Father of the Bride Part Three-ish, but I don't know. It, it was interesting. I didn't hate it but i i uh I thought it was interesting, I guess it was different yeah. um
1: my my thing is is like if you're not gonna have it, there are easier ways to write that storyline out of this particular movie, say like, we can't do the wedding, we're postponing it to next year, and that's it. <laughs> Yeah. Like and then just have a party or something like that. It's it's an easy fix and yet they just kept honing in on the fact that he can't come, he can't come, then they had this virtual thing which really didn't and I don't want to sound mean, but it didn't really amount to anything.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean it was pretty but and it was sweet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just like now when you do the wedding art, do you have different vows? You, I don't know. It, it isn't. It was. I'm still sort of deciding how I felt about it. I guess Um mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't the main problem I had with the movie. I have to say there was something else. But uh, what did you think of her sister Sonia? I thought. Do you think she, she was, was funny really or no?
2: She was interesting. I mean, she was kind of funny. I like Marcy T. House. Um, so I like. I. Uh, so i thought she was just interesting how she like didn't really like christmas and like everybody Yeah, like, oh my gosh dang <laughs> she was pretty cantankerous for a hallmark movie what well it's kind of nice different so that was it was kind of uh-huh.
0: fun. i mean considering they did a version of christmas carol this year where they had nobody being mean at all <laughs> um and then they have her character come in uh did you what do you did you like her marissa um i
1: I did like her only for the fact that she was obviously the um she stuck out like a sore thumb yeah,
0: in, in evergreen
1: evergreen everyone loves Christmas so it's it's nice to see someone who's kind of against Christmas and just see how like she can warm up to the town to the people to yeah the customs, and I, I think she she was really there just to you know bring something different to the table.
0: Yeah. So then you had these twins there who I thought were great, really fun. They have their little Volkswagen and then their brother was a, oh my was yeah. a, what a grinch he was. <laughs> I was like, he needs to be visited by three spirits. He <laughs> was the worst. <laughs>
1: Oh my God. <laughs> I loved the twins, Jenny and Joseph. Oh, they were so fun. I put it in my notes. I would watch an entire Hallmark movie of just those two. We need to make that happen.
0: Agreed. I agree. I really thought they were great. And, but yeah, he, he had his, their father had owned the hat factory that the museum is in. And he is very angry. That they are using the Hat Factory for the museum. And I was just kind of like, wow. You're... (laughs) I mean, it seems a little late in the game for him coming in and putting this big stink.
2: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: You know, like, where were you? (laughs) Way before, you know, now everything's been set in place. And, yeah, he was... Especially when he gets so mad about her sweet little presentation that she did for him with with uh, honoring his father and everything. Right, it was a lot. That well, was.
1: What really frustrated me is like he kept projecting his frustration and failures on Hannah. I was like, she's not. Yeah. Why you failed, dude? Get over it. Yeah, yeah misplaced anger, and it was making me angry. Because he was getting angry at her, which she yeah. did not deserve whatsoever.
0: Agreed. And so then you have Elliot and Hannah breaking up. And I hated that. That was the worst part of this movie for me. Right. because, And I just don't understand why we feel a need in these sequels, the Hallmark movies, for the couples to break up. Like you can have conflict mm-hmm. and you can have the couple, cause that's the hard part. The couples together, what do you do next? Right. Yeah. But you can have conflict. Like maybe they're, they, you could do like a gift of the Magi story where they're, you know, they're trying to figure out what to get each other or an engagement present, or he can't afford the wedding ring. you can have conflict. Yeah right that's not we're breaking up ugh, okay. that made me so, i hated that i ugh.
2: that in sequels really bothers me which is generally yeah. like people, so they always do that and most of the time like 70 percent. so i was really against that i didn't like that
0: yeah i really disliked it and i i just felt like these two people are are really committed to each other they're not going to break up over what is it that they broke up? He wanted to go to the city or something.
1: Yeah, he wanted to open up a second location, like in, of his Tinker Store, right? And she was getting busy with her duties. It's like they were both getting busy with their own businesses and jobs, where they weren't having enough time for each other.
0: Yeah, I just, I, you work through those things as a couple. That's part of being a couple, right? And you don't break up.
2: Yeah, you figure out how to make it work, how to, how for, com- how to compromise. Yeah, so I really didn't like that in this movie, but
0: everybody makes up in the end and everything's fine, and so, yeah, <laughs> they did have, a, instead of sugar cookies, they did chocolate cookies in this, and, uh, and they had a very big Nestle <laughs> product placement. Oh, yeah. Right there. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Uh, yeah. So, uh, out of five crowns, how many crowns did you give Marissa? Uh, Christmas and evergreen bells are ringing.
1: I probably give it three,
2: three. Okay. Three. What about you? What about you, ann Yeah, I I said three point two five because the no wedding and that breakup it just took it down for me. I just I was not uh-huh. two things
0: yeah um i'm going to give it 3.5 because i did enjoy it yeah even though i really didn't like that they broke up that was a big lost about a point and a half <laughs> <That's>
2: a <cute laughs> um, moment. so definitely there, there
0: we go christmas nevering bells are ringing uh all right now we have another s- well spinoff i guess anthology uh <laughs> time for us to come home for christmas We've had time for me and time for you and now time for us. And Mm -hmm. this uh, stars Lacey Chabert and Stephen Hussar in our lead roles. And this is five guests are mysteriously invited to an inn to celebrate Christmas with the help of the owner, Ben. Sarah discovers that an event from the past may connect them and change their lives forever. So Anne, what overall did you think about this one?
2: Um, I thought I thought it was uh pretty good. I thought it had some sweet moments. I um I kind of was actually surprised by um, who brought them together. Um then I feel like I usually would have been able to guess that easily, but I didn't guess right, so that was kind of uh-huh. interesting. I was thinking I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, what do you think, Marissa? I'm
1: always a fan of interlocking stories and multiple stories interweaving with each other. So I liked that aspect. And I um, obviously, as you're piecing the puzzle pieces along, you know, uh, um, it, it's, it's fun watching them try to figure out uh, the reason why they're there and how they all came to be there. Um, I thought it was a very, very slow burn of a movie. And I don't know if the pacing, but it felt like a very slow movie.
0: Yeah, they've been doing for Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, uh, they really have been leaning into the whole mystery thing this season with uh, a lot of these kind of, we have a ring or we have a letter or we have a charm bracelet or we have a, you know, something, something like that. Uh, a photo. We're we're trying to figure out, and we're gonna kind of put all the clues together, and we're gonna interview people, and and all of that. Uh, whether you know USS Christmas had it, uh, Christmas ring. They, they, and to me at least, I actually think this is probably the strongest of that brand of movie that they've had i i really enjoyed learning about the different characters that were all there and uh and kind of hearing their stories and it was more of an ensemble film than we typically get the i thought the main romance was fine but it was more the ensemble part that i liked uh and i'd say Lacey had a has had a pretty good christmas because i'm not always the biggest fan of her movies to be completely honest uh and i loved the christmas waltz i thought it was great and then this i enjoyed yeah so we have her she is a an attorney but she's a nice attorney (laughs) she helps people (laughs) Uh, and then you have the divorcee Karen and the t- man Todd, who used to date. She used to date. And then you have Jasper, whose wife has died. And then Doctor Owen and his daughter. And uh, let's see who else. Um, the Jasper the singer yeah jasper um is that everybody um so oh and then cass and yeah dr owen and cass her is uh uh his daughter so was there a particular one of these people plus you have sarah obviously so those are the five so was there a particular one that you liked more than the rest that stood out to you of these stories
1: I personally really love the Owen and Cassidy storyline where they're trying to, you know, connect with each other uh, through music. And then by extension, also getting Jasper back into music a little bit as well. I thought it was very sweet um, from a father to a daughter moment. And, you know, and it kind of had the the last minute of the movie. And that's how we finished it off. And I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, I liked their storyline as well i thought it was really cute and they have also been using a lot of music has been a theme uh, for hallmark this year about musicians getting back together starting to play again recovering from injury some variation on music and i like that with owen and Cass and her starting they're starting new traditions and you have Ben, who is the new innkeeper, and uh he bought the inn because he didn't want it to change. And there's and Sarah is is having a hard time dealing with the loss of her mother. And uh, she sees a picture of her mother in the inn. And I thought she did a pretty good job, Lacey Spear, of dealing of sort of portraying that and her grief mm-hmm. and dealing with that and then you have a whole scene where they're decorating the tree with popcorn and cranberries and i think about that they always show that in these movies but have you ever actually tried to make one of those
2: no no
0: so long <laughs> it takes a long time to make even one strand to decorate a whole tree i don't know anyone ever has done that it
2: takes so long. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. It looks difficult. It really is. I'm like, I call shenanigans that they could do that in one night.
0: Not possible. Yeah. Well, it's
1: possible through the magic of editing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, who yeah. Was the poor person that had to do all that? That's the, yeah. Yeah. So they. That's what production <laughs> assistants are for. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. During all this for this thing in the 45 seconds.
0: <laughs> so so they they find this picture of this special Christmas in 1984, and so she starts sort of figuring out. She thinks it's the one person who didn't get an envelope, but it turns out he did get an envelope. He just couldn't come, and it turns out that Frenchie, the old innkeeper, sent the invites, and uh, so that was sweet, and... Um, Todd and Karen start dating again which was cute yeah that
2: was
0: nice and so then they sing time for you to come home for Christmas Cass and Owen and I I feel like I wanted to say is this because they have executive producer Blake Shelton I'm like was this his contribution like yeah you know executive producer usually doesn't mean a whole lot uh it can mean a lot but usually no and i'm like did he just contribute the song as that is? probably <laughs> i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised i wouldn't at all uh but it was nice i liked that and uh so then there's the whole debate is she gonna is she gonna go back to her job or is she gonna stay with ben and she decides she's gonna stay with ben in the end because of course Nobody picks a job over true love. No one, no one, unless <laughs> it's the very beginning of the movie, which they deeply regret <laughs> for the rest of their life. Uh-huh. So, uh, how many crowns would you give this one, Marissa? I,
1: you know, I really liked um, the reason why everyone was there at, at the uh-huh. end of. So, I, I definitely give this like a very strong
2: four. Oh, okay, good. Uh, Anne, what about you? I would say uh, 3.5. I did like the ensemble because it's different, and I really like Steven a lot, and yeah, I thought this was a pretty good movie for Lacey, so yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. 3.5 for me as well.
0: Hi, everybody. We'd like to take a second to thank our sponsors for this episode of the podcast. They're the good folks over at Care Of. And Care Of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and supports you long term. What they do is they have high quality products that meet personalization If you go onto their website, takecareof.com, you can take their online quiz. And this quiz is a five-minute quiz that asks you questions about your diet, lifestyle, and health concerns to help you address your specific wellness goals. It only takes a few seconds, and when I took the quiz, we were able to narrow it down to my sleep needs being my highest point of concern, and we were able to get the vitamin plan that I needed for that concern. Kerov's holistic online quiz is like getting a one-on-one consultation with a nutritionist, all without leaving your home. They have products that are formulated with good-for-you clean ingredients that are backed by science. Kerov is super transparent about the research and sourcing behind each one of their products. And you have recommendations come in daily, individualized wrapped packets that are perfect for getting back into routine. And I think if you were looking for a stocking stuffer or a gift for a athlete or uh, anybody really in your life, I think that a subscription to Care of is a perfect choice. Right now, the seasons are changing. It's important to get ahead of taking care of your immune health. It takes about 30 days for your body to adapt to new nutrients. So now is a great time to update your vitamin and wellness routines to help support your immune system this fall. Care-of's products go beyond vitamins and supplements to include protein powders and boosts to help supplement your workouts as you move indoors in these colder months. So check out Care-of. I think you'll really enjoy the products and it could be perfect for anybody in your life you're looking for a unique, thoughtful gift. Check out Care-of for 50% off your first Care-of order. Go to takecareof.com. Enter code hallmarkies 50 That's 50% off your first Care-of order. Go to takecareof.com. Enter code hallmarkies fifty. So then we have a little Christmas charm. And this was also on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. And it starts Ashley Green and Brendan Penny. And it's Holly, a jewelry designer, finds a lost charm bracelet and teams up with investigative reporter Greg in hope of hopes of finding the owner and returning it by Christmas Eve. So overall Marissa, what did you think about this one?
1: Um it was just another movie where they're trying to figure out a mysterious story. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> I did I mean I did actually like the chemistry between Brendan and Ashley. I think they, they worked fine. I did not like the conflict of um, you know, when she finds out that he's working on a a secondary story and she's just right. putting words into uh his mouth and be like no so you're ditching the story you're not believing me it's not like he didn't believe in her he's just having a secondary backup story
0: in case this one doesn't uh right time uh, i agree that was lame I'm like, this uh
1: this is what he's, he's doing this for a job it's a work he's he's actually yeah. smart so, uh, that that's i hurt me
0: I agree. Uh, Anne, what did you think?
2: Um, I thought that was okay. I I did think that, um, I guess I had um, heard some not so great things, so it wasn't as bad as I thought, but that's only because my bar was like, really, really low. (laughs) Um, But I did think that their chemistry was okay. And um, yeah. So when Anne says she heard some not-so-great
0: things, she's very kindly not saying that she, she heard those not-nice things from me because I did not like this movie <laughs> at all. I thought it was really dull. I, I was just not invested in the story at all. And I thought that Brendan Penny was pretty smug in the movie. I just, to me, was kind of unlikable and just... I don't know. I just didn't really enjoy the chemistry or his character. And so I didn't enjoy this one. This might be my least favorite of the whole season. <laughs> uh, I, but uh, but yeah. I This one or Godwinks are my two personal least favorite. I didn't really like that one either. Uh, but did you know that you can get a college degree in jewelry design? I <laughs> i've never heard that in my life i've heard of that no that was kind of funny when she said that but evidently it's like a real thing there literally are there are degrees (laughs) i never heard of that one but holly she's like she's a got a degree in jewelry design and greg is the journalist and of course her name is holly yeah. right
2: <laughs> that's good Do you guys that... know what her job was like what was she what was her job because then she, at the end she's gonna open a jewelry store i'm like what is her job now i don't understand
0: she was like wasn't she sort of an antique she looked into yeah she, antiques she did that or something.
1: retail um of that antique store where they brought in it's kind of like Goodwill, but nicer. Yeah, yeah it's like a consignment I, shop.
2: I knew her. I knew her. I knew her friend owned it. I didn't. Couldn't tell if she worked there or she was just like helping her. I wasn't sure. Okay.
0: Yeah, it was a little confusing. I agree. <laughs> <It was fun. laughs> um. And so Greg is forced into features, and he's super annoyed about it. And uh, so he has to come up with a inspirational story. Um and his first attempt fails because it turns because he was gonna do the story about the guy who gets the big Christmas tip, but it turns out the the person came back and asked for it back because uh, it was a mistake or whatever. And so his first story doesn't pan out. And he keeps running in to this woman and they have like several meet cute and he keeps asking her out, like he's very persistent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh-huh. and uh i don't know did did you it seems like you both like brendan's performance in this more than i did
1: i mean i can understand why you thought he was smug because i honestly was having issues with him at the beginning because they made it really clear that he wasn't all into christmas and he's just you know begrudgingly not a part of any of the holiday Festivities and whatnot. I'm like, okay, so should we root for him? Mm-hmm. Um, so, in a way, they made him out to start off not likable, but when he was like now getting invested into the story, he was kind of loosening up and becoming slightly more likable. Yeah. You felt like he warmed up
0: enough for you.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think so.
0: So, at one point, he shows up at her work, asks her to lunch. Was that uh, our friend Patrick from Lifetime Uncorked? He didn't like that he's like that's stalking that's too much like to show up at someone's work unannounced i didn't have a problem with it
2: but uh but i don't know what did you think about whole scene i thought it was fine i wasn't like he's a stalker i was like oh he's really into the girl he's trying to really talk to her.
0: (laughs) he was really smitten with her that's for sure yeah uh and so he's a, he has a big thing about his integrity and his writing and that I guess he almost ruined someone's life by publishing a story that wasn't true. And so he's very hesitant to do anything like that again. And uh, so he that's his sort of big conflict as a character. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then they have, they go, they have hot cocoa, they decorate a tree and and then they go to a Christmas party where they learn that uh, the uh, that the bracelet is Russian or German, and then it has to do with the ballet. Yeah. Um, and then they have that whole thing at the like 1930s at the train station. That was kind of fun.
1: Yeah, I did yeah. Like the train and engineer storyline. Um, I, I thought that was an, a, a nice touch because we we don't really get a lot of storylines like that, or at least these yeah. storylines like that.
0: Um, and so then they have the elves gala. Did you like that? The the yeah, it was not- the party. Right. Uh, I
1: mean, I liked it because it finally answered their long-winded question of, like, the L's are the only things we can't figure out. Yeah. Uh-huh. It just seemed like the answer came to them so easily once they knew what they were looking for.
0: Um, yeah. And so they find out that the, that the uh, bracelet was donated by accident. So they're very excited to get, people are excited to get it back. And uh, then Greg ends up getting fired. It was
1: actually one of those good firings because she knew that he wasn't happy doing what he was currently doing. So I actually welcomed that, yeah, letting go and that severance because she actually, um, what, what was it, yeah. Sheila? She was doing it for a good reason. So that's true. I
0: like that's it. true. Um, and so then Holly's going to open up a jewelry store. She's really. She's able. She finally is gonna do it, and Greg gives her new charm to start their new, a new bracelet, new charm to start their new love story. So, uh, so Anne, what would you give this?
2: Uh, I know I hadn't actually. Uh, um, I would say three. Just the three. Uh, it's just uh-huh. yeah, it's not. And, it's not good. It's just like yeah. Marissa, what about you?
1: Yeah, same. A uh, a three. I did eventually like getting to the original couple who the bracelet belonged to and their story um once it all came to fruition. Um but yeah, just a three.
0: I think I'm gonna give it a two. I just was so bored in this movie and I really just did not like Brendan's character. It didn't work for me. Um, all right. So then we have Christmas She Wrote and this is our final movie for the episode and it is danica mckeller and dylan neal and it's written by andrea canning and i don't know if you knew andrea she is a dateline correspondent marissa and she also writes hallmark movies (laughs) which this really, she did this and USS Christmas, your favorite. Yeah, I loved you. Yeah, so uh, she was I got to interview her and I was so nervous. And I don't normally get nervous before an interview because I've, I've done so many, and but just interviewing a journalist was kind of intimidating, but she was super nice anyway. So, uh, so this. Movie is when uh, when Kaylee, a romance writer, has her column cancelled right before Christmas, she heads home to reconnect with her family. Kaylee gets an unexpected visit from the man who canceled her column who fights not only to bring her back to publish but also for her heart so <laughs> um, so Anne, what did you think overall of this one?
2: Okay, I struggled with this movie because the whole, uh-huh. like, even when I'm watching it, I'm, like, trying to figure out, I'm like, do I even think she should be with this guy? Like, like they didn't convince me. I just, I felt like, I don't know. I just felt like she should have been with the other guy. Like, I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't brought over to Dylan Neal's side. Um, uh-huh. I did appreciate his haircut and color and that it was well kept and not shaggy like most of the people this season. <laughs> That was about his character but i don't know i wasn't sold on the chemistry and that that they should be together so that was a big loss for me i guess this yeah it is pretty strange to have a movie
0: where in a hallmark movie where she goes with the man of business and not the man from the hometown that she yeah. had left behind yeah or that had left her behind in she this case it. yeah <laughs> that's very unusual <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't score one for the man of business right yeah. uh, where so what do you think of this one
1: i completely agree with Anne. i did not like the chemistry i have it in my notes i do not so do not want them together um, uh-huh I, I liked Dan better, and I even liked Andrew Francis' character, Stephen, better. And I'm like, I I'd rather have those two together. Then we, I think later on, we found out that Stephen was gay. I'm like, of course he is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I was really rooting for Kaylee and Stephen to be together. You know, the whole best friend. Yeah. Like, I love you. And I was like, oh, great. He's the one that she's going to be paired up with at the end. And, and that didn't happen. And then when was coming along, I was like, "There are three guys in this movie. There, there are a lot of, a lot of choices she has, and uh, uh-huh. anyone, anyone but Trip." And uh, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I wish we'd gotten more Steven because I love Andrew Francis as an actor. He I think was. he's really fun, and I just would have. I liked him. He was good in this, and we didn't get that much of him. And I thought they had chemistry as friends together. Yeah. They did. Um, and I liked her and her sister a lot, I thought, and then her niece. I thought that, honestly, I would have been fine this movie without even a romance at all. Yeah, same. Yeah.
2: <laughs> reporting past. That, that was good.
0: Yeah, like if she had just, if it, if the plot had just been her coming back home and reconnecting with her sister and her niece and helping her friend find uh, find love or whatever. Like I would have been fine with that. <laughs> of course, you can't. I know. I get it. But, uh, but I I really enjoyed those scenes, and I I liked the uh, the I thought the ice skating scene was pretty good in this. Um, you know, we're getting a lot of those, of course, mm-hmm. this season.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, um, they also had a pretty, I think, good Christmas tree shopping scene. Mm -hmm. in this movie and uh, but I think it looks like there's more of an age difference than there is I think it's only like six years but Danica feels younger than she is I think
2: yeah it kind of is
0: part of the part of the problem Mm um and uh, the uh the the whole scene where she burns the pie I thought was kind of funny yeah that was
2: <laughs> or they're eating her food, and they're like, "It's basically it's so bad." Thank God there's bread. Oh, thank God there's pie, but it's burning.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so the thing I didn't like about this movie, even though I overall was fine, um, was that she, for for her to get all pissy about him getting her novel published is so annoying to me. I, I forget where we saw this in another hallmark movie or show oh it was it. Oh, it was in when calls the heart when elizabeth is all annoyed at lucas for getting her novel to showing it to people getting it published or whatever right. and i'm just like i'm sorry eddie writer is It's so hard to get your 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 manuscript in the right hands. If there's somebody who actually is like gonna want to publish it, is just you'd be so grateful. I mean, my sister's a published author. I know, and I've seen what it took for her to get published. If there's not an author in the world that's gonna be like, how dare you got my novel published? (laughs) What? that was that was grown inducing to me like yeah. that was annoying
1: i can understand both sides because she did clearly say that she was writing it in secrecy she's been working on it forever she hasn't even had time to like give it off to a proper editor to make uh-huh. professional tweaks to it and stuff it's still writing phase and someone just so clearly took it out of her hands and like gave it to someone without her approval i can
0: understand that frustration but if they loved it and they're going to publish it then I mean, I don't know. I'd be excited if anybody wants to publish my writing. <laughs> right. Please I mean, do.
1: If I had something to to publish, absolutely, but I think that the situation with her was different. I think I was more upset that trip did it because I just did not like him and it was just another thing for me to not like him for.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I I was I mean because he thinks oh she's going to be super excited because he got someone to publish her novel which is to me logical, um, and so I was I was just like come on and I was annoyed with it and one calls the heart and I was annoyed with it here, yeah. <laughs> it's like, um but anyway it all everyone makes up and it's all fine and of course and so that was this movie um i guess i guess i like this more than you guys um <laughs> even though i had my issues with it uh, i'd probably give it a 3.5 uh out of five crowns oh,
2: wow yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think i want to dock it one more down actually than i had uh-huh. i was thinking i think i want to say 2.75 okay
0: <laughs> yeah. what about You, I was gonna give it like a (laughs) 2.3. Okay, very good. All right, well, we did it. Let us know if you're listening what you thought of these four movies and what you would rank them. And if you've seen anything else that you want to talk about, just share it in the comment section or let us know on Twitter. We'd love to have your thoughts. And thank you so much, Marissa, for coming on and talking with us. This was so much fun to do and uh where can people if they want to follow you on social media all that fun stuff
1: yeah thanks for having me i, I love coming on and i will come on whenever you want me to um you awesome. can follow me at SerafiniTV.
0: tv great and and where can people follow you
2: you can find me on instagram and twitter at aw 21
0: great and you can follow me at rachel's reviews all of over social media itunes youtube And on Rotten Tomatoes. So check all of that out. And make sure you're following the podcast. The Home Pod. And Home Podcast. All over social media. And if you are listening on iTunes. Please leave your ratings and reviews. We really really appreciate that. And if you are listening on YouTube. Please give this video a thumbs up. And subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our Patreon group. Which has tons of fun perks. So please take a look at that. And our merch store. Where you're looking for some fun gifts. For your Hallmarky in your life, check out the merch store. All that information will be in the description section. And thanks again, Marissa. And we wish you all a very Merry Christmas. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Merry
2: Christmas.